So this fourth Sunday of Easter is frequently known as Good Shepherd Sunday around congregations such as ours that observe the three-year lectionary cycle of the readings from Scripture. Four weeks into this season of Easter, the readings from God's Word that we hear each year point us this weekend to the one who takes care of his sheep, his flock. Each year we get to join in speaking the words of Psalm 23, maybe one of the best known and loved passages of the scriptures. We say, the Lord is my shepherd. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But we're people who are pretty disconnected from what it meant to be a shepherd in the ancient Near East. So is it indeed a good thing that the Lord is our shepherd? And what does that even mean? The image that you see before you on the banners is entitled The Good Shepherd. Now, decades ago, my congregation's Sunday school program gave a take-home gift, a framed little version of this painting to students in the classes. And since then, it has become one of my favorite depictions of Jesus. I took it, I hung it up on my bedroom growing up. I think I still have it somewhere in our attic. And this painting is a little bit different maybe than what we've seen in the past of Jesus as the Good Shepherd. The original was painted by an artist named Richard Hook, who died in 1975. And he and his wife, Frances, who was also an artist, created numerous pictures and paintings for sacred commercial art. Many of them were commissioned by our own Concordia publishing house, including this painting of the Good Shepherd. Because here we have an image of Jesus as that shepherd that we hear about in God's word on Good Shepherd Sunday. He's a dynamic figure who brings his flock through the valley, even carrying them on his shoulders. He doesn't have a rod or staff. He himself is the guardian. Now in today's reading from John's gospel, we hear the voices of the chief priests and the Pharisees, the leaders of the Jewish people. They wanted Jesus to tell them if he was, in fact, the one that God was going to send to deliver his people. In answering them, Jesus responds that well, they've already heard the answer. They just refuse to believe it. Because he is the good shepherd who would protect his flock, who would bring them through the valley to the life that the Father has in store for them. Jesus is the good shepherd who would even lay down his life for his sheep. Now, the world can be a pretty scary place. It can be the shadow of death. Or if you want to be more literal with the original Hebrew, the valley of the deepest darkness. Because really, by all rights, you should be afraid to go out each day. I mean, probably you should be afraid even just to get up each day. We see it all around us. Even in these past few weeks, we've heard of more school shootings in our nation. We've heard of chaos in Venezuela as people there are starving and dying amidst government turmoil. And closer to home, we have friends, family members, loved ones who are dealing with serious injuries and illnesses, including those who are battling cancer right now. And maybe you've even lost loved ones in these recent days. But when it comes down to it, what are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? You and I are in need of a good shepherd who will lead us 
through this scary world, who will keep us in his care no matter what. Now we're entering into the fourth week of Easter. And why do we still proclaim Easter weeks on? Now in part, it's, it's the part because these weeks of Easter remind us of the time that Jesus spent with his disciples after his resurrection and before his ascension into heaven. But an even more important reason, I think, is that we need to be reminded of the truth of Easter. That Jesus is the good shepherd who lives. And he lives for you. Sheep have this tendency to go wandering off. They can be kind of dense. They think only about what's right there in front of them, following their nose wherever it leads them. They scare pretty easily. It's kind of telling then that the Bible often refers to God's people as his flock. God gives us great gifts as he gathers us together around the cross and the empty tomb in worship. But we let other things often take the priority in our lives. Jesus promises us that nothing can snatch us out of his hand, but we focus on the parts of life that scare us and we fail to listen to his voice. We need a good shepherd to lead us through this world of fear. We need the one who calls us to be refreshed and renewed in his life-giving word. We need the lamb who will wipe away every tear from our eyes, keeping us through suffering, through illness, even through death. We need a good shepherd to guard us as his flock. And we have him. You are Jesus' flock. He is the lamb who was slain and now lives as the shepherd in our midst. This season of Easter is a reminder that Jesus keeps his promise to you. He has brought you together under his care and his keeping. And as you grow in this life that he gives, he strengthens you against the fear that our enemy, the devil, seeks to work in your life. In the Lutheran service book, Hymnal, when it came out, due to the the number of hymns and how they had arranged it, the editors had to number one of the hymns as 666. Now, elsewhere in the book of Revelation, if you remember this, that number is known as the number of the beast, representing, if you will, complete imperfection. And because of its connections there in Revelation, many people have grown to fear the number, thinking that it's somehow intrinsically connected with the devil. So the editors of Lutheran's service book, I think, wisely chose this hymn to fill that spot. O little flock, fear not the foe. Here's how it goes, take a listen. O little flock, O little flock, fear not the foe who madly seeks your overthrow. Dread not his rage and power. And though your courage sometimes faints, his seeming triumph o'er God's saints lasts but a little hour. Be of good cheer, your cause belongs to him who can avenge your wrongs. Leave it to him, our Lord. Though hidden yet from mortal eyes, his Gideon shall for you arise, uphold you and his word. 
As true as God's own word is true, not earth nor hell's satanic crew against us shall prevail. Their might, a joke, a mere facade. God is with us and we with God. Our victory cannot fail. Amen, Lord Jesus, grant our prayer. Great, great captain, now thine arm make bare. Fight for us once again. So shall thy saints and martyrs raise a mighty chorus to thy praise forevermore. Amen. You have a good shepherd in Christ, the one who keeps his flock. Hear his voice and know that nothing in all the world, seen or unseen, can steal you away from his care. He knows you. He knows you each by name. And nothing will ever change that. As God's flock on this weekend in which our nation celebrates and observes Mother's Day, remember and give thanks for the families and homes here and around our world. Give thanks to God for your mother, whether she is here with you or whether she has gone before you in the faith. Celebrate with those who have recently given birth to their first child. Mourn with those who have lost a child or those who experience the suffering of miscarriage. Rejoice with those who are pregnant and waiting with anticipation for adoption in their future. Stand with those who have known failed adoptions or the hardships of infertility. Encourage those who are raising children, whether they are their own or those who have been entrusted into their care, that they might continue to point these little lambs of Jesus' flock to the good shepherd who knows them by name. Comfort those who have lost their mothers, who, those who have broken relationships with their mother, that they might know the healing that Christ brings to his flock. Because no matter how many people live in it, every home needs this abundant life that Jesus, our good shepherd, freely gives. We still proclaim Easter this weekend and in all the weeks ahead because this world of fear needs a good shepherd. This is the truth of Easter. Jesus is the good shepherd who lives for you. So is that a good thing? Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.